1: Good morning. Welcome to Catholic Women Now with Chris Magruder and Julie Nelson. Julie is working on coming into the show today. She's working on a coffee. I was telling her she has a Kathleen Turner voice this morning. Good morning, Julie. Good morning, Chris. She's still, oh, she's, she's still trying to clear up. Friends, we welcome into our show this morning. We are excited because today we have on Deacon Mark Campbell and his wife Marie. They're going to be talking to us about third option and what that is and what that may mean for our marriages. Um, very excited to hear this topic. This is going to be, this is going to be a fun one today. And it's fun to have them in studio with us.
2: I think it's a great program, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this show, Chris. But. <laughs> It's a great program because it gives so much hope to people, their marriages.
1: It really does. It does. And we, you know what? Let's start with a Hail Mary because Julie, I think Julie needs help on her voice right now. Deacon Mark is over here blessing her throat as we speak (laughs) in the name of the-
3: session of St. Blaise. (laughs) That's
1: right. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus, Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, friends, if you uh, have a question today for Deacon Mark or Maria um, regarding third option, text us. You know our text line, 515-223-1150, 223-1150. And let us know uh, any questions you have or comments that you might have for them today. We've got some big things happening here at Catholic Women Now and at uh, Iowa Catholic Radio. We have a golf outing on June 14th, uh, 8 a.m. Shotgun Start at Blank Golf Course that will be, you know, something you can sign up for at iowacatholicradio.com right now and prepare for that. Hopefully the day will be nicer than it is today. Today's a little bit blustery. <laughs> <laughs> and we've also got today coming up the ladies' luncheon at St. Francis. Doors will open at eleven thirty. We welcome um, Jeanette Howe of Seven Sisters Apostolate. That's going to be really interesting. Free lunch. So I don't know, Julie, are we um, are we full? Do we have all the numbers, or can people still come today?
2: Um, yesterday when I talked to Leslie, she said there were about a hundred. So I think there's a few more room. There's okay. some
1: space for some more. Yeah. Okay. Very yeah. good. Very good. And then we've got the power up power lunch, or excuse me, the man up power lunch. Tomorrow at twelve noon at St. Francis with Deacon Randy Keel, and he's going to talk about "It's almost over." I'm not quite sure what that's about. Do you
2: know what that means? No, I don't either. But you know, it's Holy Week coming up, so you wonder if it has something to do with Holy Week. Coming uh, very good,
1: up. very good. That's it. you know, I, I'm just listeners. I'm sorry, I'm just a little thrown off guard by Kathleen Turner across the table from me this morning. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Kathleen Turner, you even I would love to be like that. My voice just went out of me, and then we went on the air. We were just having this nice little conversation beforehand, and all of a sudden. Got the cough going.
1: Got, that, got the cough. Yeah. You know, you've got the church laugh and the Catholic women now cough today. I oh, guess, my right? gosh. Oh, my gosh.
2: <laughs> well, I also want to say, hey, you want to go to Africa, Chris? Because, you know, Blessed Ministries and Iowa Catholic Radio are partnering and taking a trip in August for anybody who would like to sign up and do a mission trip. Yeah, I heard John Leonetti talking about that this morning. He's planning to go. I know he'll do live remotes too. I'm sure. Yeah, so, yeah. It's
1: well, a
2: power. I mean, the, um, Maddie went and Deacon Tony went last yes. year and really had an amazing experience. So. Yeah. and they got to do a safari.
1: Yes, yes. Okay. I don't know that, that scares me to think about doing that, but <laughs> well. And then this morning, I would just briefly let's talk a little about Kristen from um, Many Hail Marys at a time. She's yeah, she's one, got hail, mary an time, awesome. one her, hail mary at a time. I believe is her her
2: handle on. Um, Instagram, and she, you know, you hear about God being well or prayer being the ultimate wireless connection, but she has taken social media to a fine point where she has. Um, she wanted to say the rosary every day, but with her busy life, she found it hard. So she thought she'd get up every morning at 6:45 and say it on Instagram Live to hold her responsible and getting it done. And so she started doing that in October. And so at 6:45 a.m. Central Time. Every morning, someone is praying the rosary live at one Hail
1: Mary at a time, and they have between 1,500 and 2,000 people tuning in every day. It's a, That's amazing. And they also will come in, and they will all take turns, or people can take turns leading some prayers as well, Right, I yeah,
2: different person does it each time. Mm-hmm. And
1: uh, she said that for her, it's
2: been helpful, because then, you know, we all can agree that when you start your day with prayer, it just takes a lot of the
1: anxiety out of the day and the stress out of the day, and... Yeah, and, and she's really noticed a difference. And she said, you know, when they've had problems paying their mortgage and things, something about that rosary brings calm and it always brings answers. The Blessed Mother is yep. there. She's, you know, being consecrated to her is pretty powerful. So I Well, I she's hoping it. to have,
2: they're hoping to get 100 million followers. <laughs> hmm. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be awesome? That many people praying the rosary all at once. Yes. Yes. Worldwide. God bless her. That's, yeah.
1: that's amazing. That is amazing. Glad to have people out there doing, you know, they. it seems like it's one of those St. Therese of Lisieux small things done with great love. Well, that she talked just about that, you know, about it's like the rosary's going up a different, another rung on the ladder.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: St. Therese talks about that, the mm-hmm. elevator lifting you up to heaven. Mm-hmm. So yes. you know, it's a, that's
1: a good parallel. Nudge from the Holy Spirit. Nudge from the Holy Spirit to be doing that. And thank you to Cindy Schulte of Farm Bureau Financial Services for underwriting our show, Catholic Women Now. Cindy is an authorized, independent agent. She and her team provide health insurance options from Wellmark, Blue Cross, Blue Shield of Iowa. She makes insurance simple for all of us. If you need somebody like Cindy, she is on the web at com, or you can reach her at 515 515- Two two six two one one. And if you don't have that memorized, friends, I'll say it again. Two two six two one one one. Chris does. I've got it memorized yep. now. <laughs> That's right.
2: Well today on the show we want to welcome in Maria and Deacon Mark Campbell. They are one of six couples working with the Third Option Program, a program to give hope and strength to struggling marriages. This program is under the direction of Adam Story, the Director of Marriage and Family Ministry of the Diocese of Des Moines. So welcome, Maria and Deacon Bark. Thank you for joining us today in studio.
3: Good morning. Good morning, and thank you.
1: Julie promises not to uh, spread the germs. I'm not (laughs) contagious. I'm not contagious. I wouldn't
3: be here if I was. I'm well, just marveling at the the blessing already seems to be taking effect. Maybe, I know maybe it's a cough drop. I don't know, but uh, uh, really yeah, great, but.
1: that was a powerful prayer, and that was thank you, Saint Blaise but Saint Blaise, yeah. Yeah. He literally, friends, he literally crossed his arms and put them around her neck and prayed for her. Like so, like the, there you like go. the candles.
2: Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Thank that's you. Right. Thank you, Deacon Mark. <laughs> it's nice to have a deacon in the house. Uh, got He's a handy to have ones, around. But, uh, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> Must be nice to maybe have them at home too, huh? Yeah. Definitely, yes. yes. huh? <laughs> well, hey, before we delve into um, the third option, tell us a little bit about your own marriage journey.
3: Rough. Go ahead. <laughs> no, <laughs> no it, a it's. Rocky start. Uh, I, I think, like any marriage, um, y- y- we entered into it with a bit of. Um, I guess, rose colored glasses, you know, us against the world mentality, we were going to, uh, you know, conquer the world with, with our love A- and then reality smacked us square in the face and, and, uh, you know, things weren't as great, uh, as we had hoped the happily ever after didn't, didn't automatically, you know, take effect. So
1: life happened. Yeah. yeah Chemistry yeah. blew up, huh? <laughs>
3: exactly. Um, adulting, I think is the word they, they, uh, they, they say today. And, and when when
1: did-, did you guys meet?
3: We met in high school, okay. so, uh, so we sixteen and fifteen. Wow! Um, and kids, I think, yeah. But yes. yeah. of course, instantly we knew we were going to, you know, last forever. We wrote it in yearbooks and, and all that good stuff. Because <laughs> you were in
2: love, exactly. You oh, we were in love, right? You know,
3: we, we didn't actually have to, you know, our, our parents were providing for all our needs. So I mean, you know, what else did we have to do <laughs> yeah. but focus on each other at the time? Yeah. So um, you know, we we entered into marriage, and and um, I, I think with good intentions. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I think the, the harshness of being with someone day in day out, um, trying to manage things like a household and money and, and careers and ambitions, um, you know, when or when not to have children, uh, all those things that uh, you know you kind of go through in a pre-marriage type you know, class that the that the church requires. Um, you know, that kind of gets gives you the game plan going in, but there's always that time you step out on the field and execution doesn't always match up. And so, uh, you know, I would say a year and a half, two years into marriage, we had to take a hard step back and, and do some reevaluating and uh, you know, have that discussion and the D word entered into that conversation of uh, yeah, I come from a, a family where there was divorce, and and Maria's family were committed. So we both had sort of opposite experiences in that regard. Um, but we did. We took uh, we t- had that question, and, and we took some time to to consider it. Ultimately, Grace won out, and uh, we we recommitted to our marriage. And not that things got better right away. In fact, it was another several years mm-hmm. before uh, I think we got to a place where we felt like, yeah, we can we can do this. We can make this mm-hmm. last. Oh, yeah. So
1: so the grace of god came in without a
3: doubt and without and
1: you doubt. maria already had you know that experience of a committed you know everybody in your family stayed okay. in marriages and so i'm curious i'm going to go back to you mark how did how did you work through that because that was an option on the table in your family
3: I think the, uh, in all honesty, I think the the pain that my parents divorce caused me uh, kind of gave me like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to be miserable the rest of my life, but I'm not going to get divorced. So is that sense of stubbornness, which I also get from my parents, <laughs> um, God bless them. The, uh, you know, that, that desire to, to remain committed, but the, the idea of being an unhappy marriage is, is also not, not good. Right, I mean, so right. when we talk about three options, there's. You know there's a couple of ways of looking at it you know in our promotional ter- material we talk about his his way her way and then our way or, or god's way and then uh but there's also that aspect of of we can re- you know remain committed to a a miserable div- marriage we can get divorced or we can recommit and, and try to f- build a holy happy marriage and so those are you know a couple of takes on on the three options that that are presented to us so um like you say, mine was really just stubbornness. Thankfully, mm-hmm. Maria was was on the opposite end of the spectrum. I was like, "No, this we're going to stay together because this is God's plan. This is and it should be holy and it should be a reflection of uh, you know of God's love as well." So,
2: so there's that grace of the sacrament, the sacra- you know the it, sacramental it, it grace It really comes I mean, in it's, there. Uh,
3: yeah. It finds you wherever you are. And and, mm-hmm. and we went we went to some some dark places, um, but it but it found us and and thank God it it, it did. And and that's why we're um, Really committed to this this ministry, and grateful for uh, you know Deacon Mark and Julie Burt, who are also a part of the the team. They were nudging us for quite a while to join them, and uh, I'm really grateful they did because even though we are mentor couples or, or facilitating couples, like any good teacher, um, and, and I tip of the cap to Adam Story for this, but any good teacher also remains a student and willing to learn. Mm-hmm. And so through us being uh, mentor or facilitating couples, we have also been able to learn and, and improve our marriage. Even at this stage of the game, we're, we're improving our marriage, um, which is a, a, just another blessing. Mm-hmm.
2: How, if you, ahead, if you just joined us. This is Catholic Women Now. We're speaking with Deacon Mark and Maria Campbell here about the third option. So I want to know a little bit about, um, a little bit more about the third option. Mark, you're Deacon Mark, you started talking a little bit about what the third option is. So how is the program set up?
4: So the program is designed um, to talk about 14 topics throughout um, several months. And so we meet twice a month. We meet on the first and third Mondays of the month for two hours from 7 to 9. And we're very respectful of time. We know we all have busy schedules, so we do start and end right on time. Um, The first hour, when a new couple joins us, they would join um, one of our mentor couples, and they would go off to a separate room and kind of get an orientation of what the program looks like. Then the second hour, they would join the large group. And so what the large group is doing during the first hour is we are discussing, kind of just having a large group discussion, reviewing what we talked about the time before. Then the second hour, when we're all joined together, we have half of that that is a teaching time about one of the topics that we'll, I'm sure, talk about today, Uh, one of the 14 topics, and we really just kind of give some practical examples and practical ways for people to incorporate these into their marriage and some ways that they can literally go home this next two weeks and practice them and deal with some of those things. And it kind of gives them a way to do that that is not just one of them saying, hey, we should do this. It's us saying, here are some easy ways to, well, not always easy, but some practical ways to Incorporate this. And then the very last part of the evening, that last half hour, is one of the mentor couples, which I think is one of the most important parts of the night, is sharing a witness how this topic has affected our marriage and how we have worked through that together. What's worked for us, what hasn't worked for us, and how we are continuing to work through it because none of us are experts either. We're all going through this at the same time as mentoring. So we're really walking this journey with the couples as we continue to pray through and work on our own marriages. So
1: what are, what are some of these topics that you could expect to go into?
4: So the topics are, they are designed so that you could jump in at any time if you want, and you don't have to wait till the beginning of the session, but they also build on each other. So they kind of start out with respect, you know, just how to respect, what it looks like to respect each other. The reality of it is, and for us, we love the idea of being married We love the idea of being a husband and wife, but we really didn't know how to Mm -hmm, do that. mm -hmm. And so what we have to go on is what experience we brought into the marriage. And so whether that was seeing a really great marriage at home or seeing a really dysfunctional one, that's what we bring into our own marriage. And so... The topic of respect is the way we start the year or the the sessions. Um, We go into responsibility, kind of expectations. We talk about um, the power struggle that often happens between couples. We talk about listening and speaking, uh, personality, and how our personalities play into how we react in situations, how we communicate with each other. Um, We talk about childhood, and that's a big, you know, the baggage that we all carry into marriage, um, it's really important to look at that and see it for what it is. Because sometimes we're wondering why we're doing the things we're doing or reacting the way we re- are reacting. But when we look at our childhood and we see the examples that we had, it starts to make sense that maybe it's not just me being you know, a bad person is where we always think, oh, I'm, I'm so bad because of this. Well, maybe there's a reason. Well, it sounds like that. it. Sounds like things get really real in these classes. They do. they do, but then we do towards the end. The last several topics are conflict resolution, um, learning some practical ways to deal with those conflicts. Um, forgiveness is a big one, mm-hmm. and trust is the way that the the sessions end is on trust and how that's, to rebuild trust.
2: Yeah. That's really big. Mm-hmm. Well, I, you know, you talk about reconciliation within the marriage, and I'm not talking about the sacrament of reconciliation, right. but I think that sometimes is misunderstood. And in, in a, a relationship, it can be like one partner thinking that they go along with everything, mm-hmm. and then that's reconciled.
4: So, what do you do? You guys speak to reconciliation in this in the the topics we do actually that's one of the topics that Mark and I um, cover and that's one that we witnessed to. That was a big part of our journey uh, was forgiveness both of each other as well as ourselves being able to mm-hmm. forgive ourselves. And it's every topic that we go through there's always a one way, the other way and then the third option. And so you know when it comes to forgiveness we talk exactly to that of the person who um, holds a grudge, and the person who forgives too easily and somewhere in the middle is where we want to be. And I can't remember, do you remember what the the middle ground was? But but we do talk about that and we talk about what it looks like to, um, to get to that point and how it takes both people to work together to do that.
2: So this is more a peer mentorship
4: mm-hmm.
2: and not counseling. Right. Because a lot of times counseling is not an option for couples. Right. Maybe one wants to go, the other doesn't, or maybe it's not financially possible. Maybe it's too right. scary.
4: Mm-hmm. But
2: this would be something that would kind of bridge that too. Mm-hmm.
3: Right. And it's, and it's not even so much, uh, it's not even group therapy, so to speak. I mean, you can, as participants, you can contribute as much or as little as you want. You can share as much or as little as you want. Um, so in another component of this that Maria was kind of alluding to is that it, it's not about fixing your partner. It's really more about s- some self reflection and, and kind of seeing what, what part am I playing in this marriage? You know, what am I doing well and what am I not doing so well? And what changes do I need to, to make in, in myself to meet my spouse in the middle? You with, know, that, to,
1: with that in mind, if you have a couple, and, and many times this happens where one wants to make it work and the other
4: one doesn't, mm-hmm. can the one that wants to make it work show up? Definitely. To third and we do have some who will just, one or the other will come for a time. Often the other one eventually joins in because they realize that their spouse is willing to make the effort and the commitment to being there and to making the changes. And so um, well, there's a success, right? Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So you are welcome to come if just one or the other wants to come. Obviously, the ideal is to have you both there hearing the same information working on it together. But there may be a time period where only one is able to come. You sp- may- Sorry, go ahead. You speak
2: to the changing yourself and not mm-hmm. the person or the situation so much. But um, that brings the peace. Mm-hmm. And, you know, God works in our peace. He doesn't work in our anxieties and our stress. And I think that's so beautiful and the point yeah. to be to be made here that if you want to grow, it's got to be in that peaceful time when God can reach mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yeah. And that's important.
1: Yeah. So, okay, do you guys touch on the teachings of the Catholic Church in your in your yes, sessions? Yes,
3: it, uh, it's very um uh, I know it's it, Christian, it, it, it's not
1: it just is Catholic, but it's right? open to all yes. married
3: couples okay. and okay. so But we there's definitely a, a Catholic slant. Like I, I you mentioned the sacrament of reconciliation and we actually in our witness do do speak to that. Um and there's other aspects of, of you know, recognizing, uh, you know, what marriage is and how for many of the the witnessing couples, they will talk to at some point that c- coming to that understanding of the sacrament of, of, of holy matrimony. Mm-hmm. And so it's yeah, we don't shy away from the teachings of the church at all.
4: However, everyone is welcome, and so we do. We begin the night in prayer, and we end the night in prayer. But if you are not a Catholic or not even a Christian, we do welcome you, and we just want you to know that we are going to pray, and we try to make it comfortable for everyone. We're not, um, you know, forcing the Catholic faith on anyone. Mm-hmm. It just happens to be a big part of. So it's reference. So
1: you might reference pieces from the Catechism, Scripture, mm-hmm. stuff
2: like Potentially, that. Potentially, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there a cost for the program?
4: There is not a cost. Um, The diocese is covering this. It's through the Marriage and Family Life Office with Adam Story. We do provide um, coffee and tea and water every evening, and so we do accept a free will donation for that just for covering costs. And we have a lending library and some great resources there. I think we get
3: some plenary indulgences, don't we? I hope so. I don't know. Just kidding. Oh, very good. Well, tell us
1: a few of your success stories that you guys have seen. I'm sure you have to be confidential about Details, but you know what successes have you seen? First of all, I guess how long have you guys been working
4: on this? Thing? We actually, this is our first. Uh, we just completed the fourteen um, topics, okay. so we just came on the team last fall. Okay, uh, so for us, that's that's our experience. Um, but we've talked to some of the other people who have been in it since the beginning and asked for some success Stories too. It's hard to assess success in a situation like this because it's a very private. Matter. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we kind of can only go on the feedback that we've been given, the success rate of people coming. They keep coming, they keep showing up, and they keep being there willing to learn and to continue growing. Do you see changes in their demeanor? Definitely. Um, That was one of the things that was said is that, you know, you see couples who come and they start out hardly sitting next to each other and towards, you know, after several sessions, they're holding hands and they're coming Mm. in together and Mm. looking at each other differently. And it just, it gives me goosebumps, honestly. (laughs) I know, I (laughs) I know. (laughs) Um, I will say one of the big successes is that we have, one couple who went through this, the sessions um, two cycles, so they went through the 14 topics twice, and now they are actually a part of the mentoring team. And uh-huh. so that is definitely a success that they feel like they have gained, you know, so much from the program that now they want to be able to give back. This is such a
2: program that should be really made known, I hope, to all the priests in the diocese mm-hmm. because they see this, the couples coming to them, and then they can refer them to this For help.
4: And we are in between sessions right now, so we are working hard to promote. And so we are reaching out. You'll probably see some of the team members um, doing some pulpit talks, um, obviously being on the radio Uh, Putting out as much as we can to let people know about this. We do work with some of the um, counselors in the area too to make sure that they have our flyers, and we do want couples to let counselors know if they're working with a counselor. We want them to know that they're doing this too, um, so that they can work with them, you know, alongside of
3: them. If
1: somebody was um, getting ready to be married, could they be a part of third option? Mm. It's a good question.
3: That's a topic, I guess. I don't know that we've we've. Yeah. approached yet okay
1: it's my suggestion yeah mm-hmm. open it up for those pre think it. <laughs> it's also something
2: that should be really encouraged after about three years of marriage yeah. because that's kind of where the point happens when yes. things start to break down Yeah, before we yeah. get to year seven right? before you get mm-hmm. to the point where you yeah. bottom out because mm-hmm. i mean as your story in your own marriage you wish you probably had had something Definitely. to help mm-hmm. you so you didn't have to go to that deep dark yeah. place and come back out
3: mm-hmm. i, I would have been that guy that was hard to probably convince or drag there um you know, at, at that stage, um, but we—I'm I, I, thinking of one couple that we have that um, is younger-ish. Uh-huh. You know, that's there, and um, you know, I, I'm always just amazed at his willingness to be there. Uh-huh. I, you know, I—I I can't get a gauge for if it's helping them or not, other than they keep coming back and they drive a, a fairly—you know—significant ways to come. And, so, and
1: I actually I, we talked to Bradford's a few years back about this, and I just want to be clear: you don't have to have a troubled marriage to be part of their oh, option, no.
4: right? Great. Thank you for bringing that up. You really don't. Um, this is something that's designed to just help you communicate better as a couple. And so if you're you know, not having problems, that's great to come and join us because you're going to learn those things outside of the context of the issue. So when and if that does come up, you're going to have some skills in your tool belt to know how to handle that. I would say there's a couple of, you know, we go through seasons of life where all of a sudden, you know, couples become empty nesters and kind of forget how to communicate. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a beautiful thing that really spoke to me as we were getting ready to join this ministry. We went on a marriage encounter weekend, and I was we were so moved by this older couple. I can't remember. Do you remember where they married 60 years or something like that? And they were just Forever. an el- almost an elderly couple. They were the oldest couple there. And I remember them saying, we're here because we need to remember how to communicate. We've been together so long, we're so comfortable together mm-hmm. that we forgot how to talk to each other. Aww. So wouldn't that be great if yeah. couples come to this to learn that? Yeah, yeah and then yes. and they
2: can just come to certain, they don't have to come to all 14, right? right. They can pick and right. choose a topic that they want to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Definitely. That's excellent. Wow. wow. So if somebody wants to get a hold of you, how do they do yes, that?
4: Yes, um, they can check out the Des Moines Diocese website. It's on there under Marriage Enrichment or you can check out the thethirdoption.com and look for a location near you and it will bring up our location. Very good, wow. very good.
2: Well, thank you so so much You're Maria welcome. and Deacon Mark Campbell for being here today to talk about the third option and how your marriage was influential in being part of this program so thank you so much yeah, thank you for You're having
1: welcome. us yeah have a blessed day you too
2: we're grateful for the support of Fred Haas law offices p.c. He's dedicated to providing experienced personal and highly responsive legal services in times of unexpected life circumstances, such as a personal injury, you want someone with expertise. 515-256-6301 or 888-338-6535, fredhoss.com Fred, double
3: D,
1: Haas, double A. Deacon Mark, will you take us out with a prayer?
3: Yes. Uh, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Holy Father, we thank you for the gift of marriage, and we uh, especially thank you for those witnesses uh, to good, holy marriages. We ask for your continued strength to live out our vocation, and um, we ask this in the name of Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. This Amen. is
2: Catholic Women Now broadcasting from the Mercy One Studio. Thanks for joining us. Please consider supporting the Iowa Catholic Radio with a thirty dollars per month pledge. Iowa Catholic Radio Rosary is prayed at 530 a.m. and 930 p.m.
0: and is up next. Now go do impossible things with God. Talking about the things that matter most to you, today's Catholic Women. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris Magruder is underwritten by Fred Haas. Over 30 years helping injured Iowans recover losses from accidents and work-related injuries. Fred Double D, Haas Double A and Farm Bureau Agent Cindy Schulte, a licensed representative of Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. CindySchulte.com Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris Magruder every Thursday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. on the radio voice for Catholic Women Now, 1150 a.m., 88.5 f.m., and 94.5 f.m. and on the Iowa Catholic Radio app, Iowa Catholic Radio.